This podcast is brought to you by The Province. This is Seen and Heard with Province music writer Stuart Durdane. Hello and welcome to another edition of Seen and Heard with me, Stuart Durdane, and today... A little different take on Christmas spirit and fun. We're going to talk to Johnny Matter about his two-night festival at the Rickshaw December. Hello, Johnny. Hi, Stuart. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you, and thank you for actually having this festival because uh, it's just, I love the name, I love the concept, and I always like to think that, you know, screw Santa, this is the stuff the elves like to kick back and, you know, headbang to after a hard day making toys. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> That's why I started it about seven years ago. I just, um, and, and, you know, uh, having a festival in the wintertime, all the festivals happen mostly in the summertime. I figured, you know what, let's do one in the winter and, uh, you know, give back to the community as well. Um, the, the metal audience and crowd kind of gets a bad rap because of how aggressive the music can be sometimes. So, you know, I kind of wanted to put it out there to the public that we're part of the community too and you know helping out where we can well yeah raising food for a food bank yeah and and seven years on you've been doing it now it was have you always done it at the rickshaw i have strange memories of it being at um the first one actually was the first show i ever put on and it was at pat's pub right um it was a smaller bill it was about five bands um original idea came from um there was a a divide in the local um heavy music scene there was a lot of bands breaking up at the time and uh so uh, there was a fresh new crop of bands coming out that i was really excited about and um i i was also in a band and so i found it hard kind of getting in with the other promoters mm. you know trying to get a gig there's lots of bands at the time so i just thought you know what it can't be that hard i'm gonna put on my own show so that was the first one I did, and then, um, then the next year was at the rickshaw just down the street, you know, yeah. bigger facility, and yeah. Well, I think it's interesting what you were saying before, though, about the the metal crowd. Um, they do get a bad rap, and it's totally unfair. I find not only are metal fans the most awesome fans ever because they're so dedicated to their to their music and to their bands in the scene, but they're also some of the best behaved metal and country. Oh. Both they party their asses off, but they don't destroy things. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, you know it. Like um, I hear it all the time from uh, the the people that you know own the venues and the bartenders. Mm-hmm. They, they love they love the shows because you know everybody's really polite and well behaved. You know they get their aggression out in the mosh pit exactly. and uh, you know other than the music and other than that they're not uh, you know fighty or you no. know causing rockets, I just, so. You know you'd probably it's like running a marathon if you stayed in the mosh pit for one either of the two nights December 11th or December 12th that you're doing how do you, did you source out like how many bands is it in total per night um, uh, um, well it's uh, seven bands per night um, and pretty much just going off when that can start earliest at the rickshaw um, so um, eventually I'd like to do it all outdoors but it is it's kind of cold this time of year yeah so. no kidding <laughs> So that's why uh, indoors kind of works. But and um, the rickshaw is an awesome venue too. It's just such a good place for that sort of thing. It's great. The people that run that place are amazing. Mo and uh, everybody involved. Yeah. Um, the staff are really friendly. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, it's one of my favorite venues to go see a band. It's, it's, it's. You can get really close to the stage and you know be 
be like arm's length away from the audience. There's no big barrier and, right you know, and, and there's ins and outs, which is, you know, not so the case in some venues. Very much the case. That, that's true. And, and I find that so annoying that you can't go in and out. Sometimes you just yeah. need a breather to get out in the air. Well, we're going to yeah. kick it off. Let's, uh, you've supplied some tracks here. Um, we're going to listen to Ayahuasca, which is from the band uh, Mendoza off their soon-to-come self-titled uh, release, right? So here we go with Ayahuasca. Yeah.
wicked man. <laughs> That's uh, you know you were talking about the new crop of uh, of metal bands. These guys aren't quite as new. I mean, that, that, that's a name I've been seeing on posters around for a while. But it oh, just, they've been around for years. It's, it's incredible when you like right now. I I mean, I used to be in the hardcore punk scene, and yep. I don't remember it ever being as busy as the metal scene seems to be these days. There are a lot of bands and uh, and a lot of good bands too. That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. There's a great great fresh talent like. It's always, it has like, it seems like it has a five to 10 year thing in it. Mm. You know, it just re, restarts again. Actually, there's been a revival in punk too. Locally. Yeah, there has been. I'm That's finding true. there's been tons of great talent like Bishop's Green. And mm-hmm. I'm doing the um, Whammy's um, Festival as well. Right. I, I'm doing, I don't know if you heard about that, but it's an award ceremony for local musicians. So what we do is it's, it's um, we, we have an online voting system. Anybody can vote for their favorite, you know, bands out of certain categories uh-huh. or artists, sound guys, uh, venues and, and bartenders. Oh, that's great. And uh, so, yeah, we, we got the top four and that's happened in February. So it's going on now and it's, it's kind of exciting to see who the public votes for, you know, it's very exciting actually. But, well, we'll, we'll have but, to get, we'll have to get back and do a coverage on that too. Um, yeah, where can people get great. more information? Is there a website they can go to? Obviously. Pardon? Is there a website people can go to, to get more information on the whammies? Uh, yeah, yeah, they can go to my website, apocalypsesunrise.com, um, and there's a Whammy's link on there, um, and there's, um, just, you can vote right off there, there's a link, um, and, so yeah, we, we did a top four, uh, 20 categories, there's actually a shittiest band category too, which is quite <laughs> funny. Nice. <laughs> my band made it on, um, <laughs> All right. it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's quite exciting to see what people voted for you know we had over a thousand people uh, nominate people nice. first round and then now it's it's over a thousand votes i think oh that's and very good it goes to the new year so yeah i, I wanted to do something that was not, uh, not juno but not grammy but more grassroots um celebrated artists it's been a while we, we 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 used to have a west you know like a local music awards but we haven't had one for uh it's quite a few years now that, that that I remember long ago the thing at Commodore that used to happen every year, but that's that's ages back. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so, I don't so, know. I just think it's needed. So. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. And, and, of course, now we're going to hear, uh, as you said, uh, because you were nominated, I think the only thing that would be fair is we're going to play uh, uh, Green <laughs> River, a track um, by Bog, the band that uh, that you were in. So here we go with Green River.
Okay, Johnny. So uh, you're the singer, and uh, you also said that you yeah. contribute noise. How do you differentiate between those two? Um, well, I, I, what I do is I, I I have a bunch of analog pedals mm. um, and um, like guitar effects pedals and, and things like this, and I run them into a line, basically what any guitarist or you know sure. um, string instrument would do. And but I have a contact mic on the end or other other props that pick up a feed, and then using delays, distortion pedals, um, all kinds kinds of different. Um, digital pedals, um, I create a sound. And, and so when I started Bog, I wanted to create um, more of like a background, mm-hmm. um, that, like a background sound mm-hmm. behind the music, almost like a score. So sure. that's what I try to achieve with Bog. Um, sometimes it doesn't always work, go as planned. <laughs> but uh, it's all right. yeah, it, it, and it gives me something to do as a vocalist. Um, um, something to twink, twinker with on stage live um which is which is cool as well it keeps the move that music uh, i find moving. that there's, there's a no gaps. within within the metal scene there's there's such a wide variety i mean it's it's just like the electronic scene there's so many subcategories and micro genres that it's hard to uh to keep it all in your head but one that i certainly do notice is is increasingly popular is, is groups like as you say like bog with uh more sort of expansive soundscapey kind of noisy things going on. And I, I just wondered, have you heard the black yoga record that just came out? Uh, no, I haven't heard those guys. It's, uh, it's actually basically meant to be music to do yoga to. Um, oh. the guy hates all that. <laughs> Hilarious. He, he hates all I the new, I've a- heard about it, he hates yeah. all the new agey hippie sh- shit that plays at <laughs> yoga classes. So he said, screw that. I'm going to put together like about, you know, two it's I, th- I think it's two or three songs total and it basically each one is about the length of a standard yoga workout so uh that's hilarious and it's just it's screaming stoner psych i don't know acid metal and it's just it's yeah it's, it's a bit like sun O kind of that kind of idea it's just tons, right. of, tons of drone and tons of heavy and every once in a while in the background you hear like a bit of sitar <laughs> or something it's, it's very very funny that's great yeah yeah black yeah yoga. I, I yeah i like i like um i don't know with any style of music i guess i like i like the the bands that try to push the envelope a little bit, try to try to do something original. I know it's hard nowadays with music, but you know, um, it's way more fun that way than trying to. Is that how you try to now. how you try to structure the lineups for for the festival for the two nights too? I mean, to mix it De- up. A lot? Definitely, I try to mix it up uh, with the middle. There's so much. There's so much up there. The thrash metal, death metal, grindcore, you know, hardcore metal. Mm-hmm. There's a, everything, right? Now, doom metal. So I try to mix it up as much as I can based off the bands that are currently playing right. um, locally. And I try to keep it local. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mendoza, who you played, they're, they're from Victoria. Yep. Um, and then um, a band, uh, another band from Nanaimo, um, Cryptic Enslavement. So, but other than that, they're all local bands. So. They seem to have a pretty good... Uh, Nanaimo is frequently dropping bands into town that I've seen that are really good. They, they, they've got a vibrant scene. Apparently very few places to play, but I guess maybe that's why they practice and they're so good. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, there's a couple great bands from there. and I guess small town, nothing to mm. do, right? So, sure. You know, keep jamming away, right? Well, I have to say, we're, we're going to play that track, the, the band you just mentioned from Nanaimo, this a Cryptic Enslavement, and I love this. So it's Cryptic Enslavement. The track is Walking Despoilment. And it's off the Ascension of Abhorrence record. These guys are big on words. Yeah. (laughs) So let's check them out. Here we go. (laughs) 
Right on. So people should be rushing to get their tickets to December now, right? Yeah, you can buy online pre-sale. Um, um, it's actually cheaper. You can get a pass for both nights um, for, I think it's $20. That's, that's <laughs> um, really inexpensive. Yeah, $20 for both nights or yeah. 15 at the door. Um, and, and, yeah, what it's all about is to, to bring Montparnasseville food for the food bank. Um, and in return, we give you a raffle ticket. And in between the bands, I am dressed up like Santa <laughs> and giving out prize packs to calling numbers and giving people, whoever brought food gets, gets uh, prizes donated by the public, local businesses. That's awesome. And stuff. All right. Well, look, thanks so much uh, for taking the time out from your busy work day to chat with us and provide us with some uh, a little sample of some of what people can hear if they go to the uh, Rickshaw Theater December 11th and 12th for the annual December Festival. And don't forget to bring your non-perishable food items, people. All right, John, great. have a great day. Thank you, Stuart. All right, so you now know about December. I'm going to tell you about another party that's this weekend, Saturday, December 5th at the Astoria. This is always a good time. It's the Mint Records Ridiculously Early Christmas Party with a bunch of featured artists that are on Mint Records, the label that brought you the new pornographers, Nico Case, and many, many more. That's about it for shows. I'm pretty pretty sure that there's plenty more going, but you know, at this time of year, you got to pick and choose. Musically speaking, on the Herd section, now we're going to check out a track from the Wayland Storms. This is a group from Corpus Christi, Texas, whose uh, album is One Foot in the Fresh Grave out on Magic Bullet Records. And this one's really growing on me. I'm, I'm digging this, this album. It's kind of crampsy, kind of stoner metal, uh, kind of Texas in that twangy, bluesy way that it comes across. And we're going to hear a track called Lost from Wayland Storms. New record. <laughs>
see you got to dig on that rock, right? That seriously rocks. Next band up is a band that seriously just, I can't begin to say how much I love the chills. This is one of the great bands that came out of the uh, fantastic, what was called the Flying Nun scene, if you will, in the Flying Nun Records bands that came out of New Zealand in the uh, late 80s and early 90s. A lot of these bands were hugely influential on American indie pop, uh, particularly groups like R.E.M. uh, were very, very taken with the chiming guitar and uh, excellent pop hooks and sort of homage to old school psychedelia that included uh, in groups like The Chills. And they're back. They've got a new record called Silver Bullets. It's out on Fire Records. And we're going to hear the new single from that, which is a uh, lovely tune called When the Poor Can Reach the Moon. There's a very good video for this song that's available uh, on YouTube to check out too.
And that was The Chills, a band I love, along with The Clean, another New Zealand band that I love, and The Able Tasmans, a third one that I also really like. All of these groups put out fantastic records back in the day, um, most all of which have been reissued, and in fact a couple of them, The Clean being another group, are still going and well worth a listen. Once again, Seen and Heard, I'm Stuart Dardane. We'll catch you next week. You've been listening to Seen and Heard with Province music writer Stuart Durdane. Catch Stuart in the Province newspaper or online at theprovince.com. Mm-hmm.